So, uh, <laughs> you're at work. Let's say it's, uh, let's say you just got in. It's about 9, 9.28. Been at work for, you know, close to half an hour. Everybody in there is annoying as hell. They're asking you to do some type of report that you just, you, you don't want to do. You're not, you're not trying to do. You know, it's it's a Thursday. You got a day before. It's the weekend. And you're just, you know, you're ready to go. You're ready to go. So what do you do? You know, you're not going to type out the report. So you open your laptop. Open up Internet Explorer. Because you can't use Chrome at work. Wait, why can't you use Chrome at work? Look, don't worry about that. Oh, okay, cool. It's because the, the the system only allows you to use Internet Explorer. But, I mean, if you're still using Internet Explorer, you need to update your computers immediately. I'm pretty sure every company feels that way. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and what do you do? You open up uh, Internet Explorer and sign into your Netflix account. Maybe your Hulu account or Disney+. Plus. Maybe you just have some movies saved somewhere on your hard drive. And you put on a movie at work. And that's what it's about. The Movies at Work podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Justin. I'm Kiyoki. And this is the podcast where we pretty much just talk about, you know, movies. We all came together at work because we watched movies at work. Not in that fashion. We had a giant TV. It was just there. We yeah. Just playing stuff in the background. Yeah. But, 70 inches of gloriousness. Of gloriousness. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, I realize a lot of people watching movies at work. Some sneak. Some put their phones, you know, hide under the table. Some don't care. Uh, but we all watch TV and movies at work. And we talk about it at work. Right. So this is what this is about. Uh, today's going to be a fun little episode. What are we talking about, Justin? We are talking about all things Disney and Disney+. Plus. So before we get into it, be sure to like and subscribe, you guys. Um, you can check us out on Instagram at Movies at Work. On Twitter, Movies at Work 1, because someone was mean and took our little handle. But it's fine. It's cool. And then um, if you have any suggestions or anything that you want to send us, you can email us at Movies at Work Pod. That's P-O-D at gmail.com. I get requests all the time to talk about movies. Or really? like when I'm at work. Yeah, actually I do. Mm-hmm. And like always, or I'm like when I'm at work, I'll post what should I watch at work. And people be like, this or this or this. And I'm always like, yo, y'all be want, want me to watch the most violent shit right. at work. I can't put this on Ours is in my lobby. to PG. <laughs> like, we, can, we, we can sort of push the boundaries of PG-13. I've definitely walked into work and seen an ass on the TV and like, wait, what? Nobody was in there, so it was like a fly. Uh, right. I was like, uh, there's a butt on the on the window on the TV. No I, one sees this. I put the Dark Knight on, which I think is appropriate up until people get blasted by guns. Yeah, that's fine. We get blasted by guns and Looney Tunes, so it's fine. But uh, yeah, so today we want to talk about um, so something major happened in the I would say in Hollywood in the business world that does relate to movies. Um, so the first topic we want to get on is pretty much so Bob Iger um, sometime last week actually stepped down from CEO of Disney, the corporation, the dynasty of Disney, and he it was effective immediately. It, said, immediately. it, it, it did say immediately. And um, and the Bob Chapek, who was the president of Parks and Resorts, I believe, um, stepped in as the CEO. That's interesting. And yeah, they're both named Bob. And right. Bob, I mean, yeah, so are they white too? Yeah, they're both you named think Bob. Might be on something. Right. 
Um, but yeah, so Bob Iger, he is still on, I believe, as creative executive. Um, his contract actually um, expires December thirty first of twenty twenty one. Yeah, because he already said that he was gonna he, he was gonna step down. It was coming. He's been, right. he's been on for what ten years now. Um, actually, I think he's been on longer than that. Yeah. So that was a stressful job. Yeah, yeah right. So stressful as it gets. <laughs> right. So yeah. So Bob. So just wanted to give a little bit of backstory, really quick. So Bob Iger, I'm looking up right now when he actually joined the company, but um, if you go back to this, the beginning of just Disney, so a lot of people don't know, um, Disney was actually started by brothers, Walt and Roy. Um, Walt being the face of the company, he was also like the major creative of the company, um, and then Roy was his brother who ran, who ran a lot of the, like the business side of the books. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Walt passed away um, suddenly in 1966, um, right after they announced the Florida project um, for Walt Disney World, um, Walt, uh, Disneyland was already established at that point. He was already the main producer for a lot of the movies that we know, the classic movies, um, like the Mary Poppins, um, all of the older animated movies, like Peter Pan, you know, the Snow Whites, the Cinderellas, the, the Dumbos. He was the main producer. Yeah, all of those. Actually, I think Jungle Book came out. Literally right after he died. Yeah, so, I think they were so, making it so he probably worked on it. Yeah. Um, so his brother Roy took over the company when he passed away, and um, he died in 1971. No, nah, Roy, Roy, Roy Disney. No, Roy Disney. He he passed away the same year the Magic Kingdom opened in, in Florida. Wait, Roy? Yeah. Roy Disney died December 20th, 1971. Right. And that was like six or seven months after Magic Kingdom had opened. Wait a minute. What, who was the other Roy Disney? There was just, there was Walt and Roy. There was the, the mm. original two. I, what about the, the Roy that like, oh, that was his nephew or something, right? I think so, yeah. 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 Is he in a Raymond or? I think they called him Roy Disney too. Right. Yeah, or his son. His son is Roy E. Disney. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, I'm, did his son take it over? I don't think his son. No, nah, he just was on the board. If right. I'm not mistaken. So yeah, he was a longtime senior executive for Walt Disney Company. Gotcha. So that was part of like the the interesting thing. So um, when Walt and Roy died, like their successors didn't take over the company. I think it's people that was sort of close to them did, but it wasn't like their direct family. Yeah. So I think Bob Iger stepped in either early 2000s or late 19, uh, 1990s. No, it was early 2000, uh, 2005, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, what's his face got fired. Um, no, Michael Eisner. Eisner. Michael, I, look, we're, look. There could be a whole thirty episodes. I know. Yeah, it was two thousand five. Yeah. So gotcha. there could be a whole thirty was... episodes about Michael Eisner because he inherited the company in terrible shape. Oh, he he did, but he and did nothing he, to help. For every good idea he had, he also had a bad idea. Exactly. So that was the big issue. And but the thing about it was he was cheery and smiling through it. But the thing about it, Iger was the one that was like shopping Disney. Like he's like, hey, you know, I could try to kind of sell it. To ESPN or some other company at the yeah. time before they actually made that purchase. Bob Iger was more of the. He, he was a business guy. He, he was, was a business guy. So he he made so the reason why it's a big thing is I would I would say Bob Iger out of any CEO that I can think of has made the most success in a company that he inherited. Well, not necessarily inherited, but like you know he got. Um, so Bob Iger purchased. Pixar under Disney in 2006. Smart. It was the Smart. it was the first biggest purchase, um, like bringing because I think Pixar came out when Toy Story the original came out. That was their first. That movie. was what the 1995 first, or 1990. 1990 yeah, 90. 
95. I think it was 95. For like five years. Right. So they were in like conjunction of Disney, but it wasn't under the umbrella of Disney until it was purchased in 2006. Right. They had done their movies by themselves. Or after that, they had a three to four picture movie deal. After that, they went on their own. Mm -hmm. And then that's why they ended up, like you said, getting that purchase back from Disney. That's why they were able to do the Incredibles presented by Disney, but Pixar did that all. Right, they're own. all by themselves. So, yeah. but Pixar yeah. didn't have, like, they were just another just animation studio in Hollywood, like DreamWorks right. and, and what's but another? They were killing it. Yeah, they were killing it. Yeah. Even, like, they were even doing better because the renaissance of Disney animation was over at that point. Exactly. The renaissance was pretty much in the 90s mm-hmm. that gave us, like, movies like Pocahontas and Beauty and the Beast and Lion King, um... Mulan was a part of it. Right. Um, Princess think, style movies. Yeah, so Little Mermaid. You said Little, Little Mermaid? Mermaid. I think it was yeah. late eighties, but it right. started the Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. That was Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beauty and the Beast, or Aladdin, and then like yeah. Said, so, but Bob Iger, he's the one who. So he basically he's the he's the guy who turned Disney from the entertainment company to the entertainment company. Right, the monopoly. Company. Pretty much everything. And I think Bob Iger was doing both Walt and Roy's job because he was also, like, um, whenever, like, studios were doing stuff, they would go up to him. And we'll get into that a little bit later, um, like, talking about the Marvel stuff. But, yeah. you know, he would have a say-so in directors and, yep. you know, overall vision. Like, As he should. Yeah. I so. mean, you're CEO of one of the largest companies in, in, in the world anyway. Right. And it's one of the most influential companies right. on top of that. So, of course... He, he bought out Pixar. What else did he buy out? So right after that, um, he bought, I believe, Marvel was, per- I think that was the next big purchase. Marvel was purchased, I believe, in 2009. Uh, it was. It was 2009 or 2010 and Marvel was purchased. Because I think Avengers was the first movie solely under yeah. Disney, Marvel. The other ones were still. They were still like a Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, I think Uni- um, Universal, Universal did, Ed. Incredible Hulk. Right. So there were still individual like companies that Marvel was like, hey, you want to make this movie type thing. But I think the Avengers was the first Iron one. Man was under Paramount too. Right. I think uh, um, Avengers, the first Avengers that came out in 2012 was the first one solely done under the umbrella of Disney. Got it. Um, a few years later, he bought Lucasfilm. Um, smart Star the Wars. Smartest yeah. move. Oh, out of all of them, four um, billion. Four Actually, billion I think, for I think Marvel is, is the biggest. The Star the Wars. One. They made their money back after two and a half movies. Like, can I, you know, the only reason why I say Star Wars is because Star Wars, as big as Marvel is, Star Wars is. Star Wars right. released three movies. You're right, their first four movie movies. made two billion dollars, <laughs> and it was like a re like a repainting of yeah, like literally they've only done four movies or yeah. five movies and. All of those are bigger than the Marvel movies, with the exception, I think, of like Solo or something like that. Right. Um, I, sh- I don't think that's correct. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking all colloquially here. I don't have no, 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 no. I feel yeah, all know. the Star Wars movies have so, made a billion dollars except for Solo. Solo was like what two hundred seventy. Right. So the Force Awakens is part of the two billion dollar club. There's, I think, there's only four or five movies ever to hit two billion. They hit two um, billion, and then and I think the the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. Is, those were both one billion point six. So yeah, yeah. So, but I think also with the the purchase of Star Wars also like they that was had the most trouble 
with like fans. Which makes sense though. Um I think Marvel in the beginning, you know, was trying to find its footing, but they didn't have like um they had Kevin Feige, but they didn't have like um like um um, I'm trying to think of the right word to say, but they didn't have. Well, they didn't have their pattern. I mean, they the had glue. a pattern and formula, they right? They, the glue. they didn't have like a just one studio to say, "Hey, do everything here. Right. We're gonna back you." They, they had didn't to really have go, a George Lucas, right. right, to do the star. Which I mean, at this point, they don't need George Lucas. Good. Yeah, they don't need good. George Lucas. They didn't have that one guy, that one person that had his hands and everything. Yeah. Right. Everything they had. Together. They had Kevin Feige as, yeah. as the producer, yeah. but they had individual like directors and everything like that. What's funny is. Star Wars is part of the Marvel comic book series. It's oh, really? The, the right. Mar- uh, Star Wars comics are made by Marvel. Oh, okay. They've been made by other companies, but I think as of like the last 20 years or something like that, right. they've been Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. So it's just really interesting. But also, um, so with that, the big thing is he stepped down because, I, you know, you've done, so, he's done so much. He has done, company. and then like, like, they bought out so the much. acquisitions are done. They got Fox. Yeah, so that was, was that was the next big thing. So he just, ginormous. so like his... His mic drop was Disney Plus, um, yeah. but before that, his really big. All right, let me just show you what I really have. He purchased like Fox, which is kind of funny because Fox um, they they wanted to sell. Fox wanted to keep their news and sports divisions, and they wanted to get rid of the TV and the movies division. Yeah. So they put it out there. Disney, I believe, was like, "We'll give you." It was like thirty or forty billion dollars, right. and then Universal Comcast was like, "Oh, we can do better. We'll do like 50. And then Disney was like, "All right, bet we'll do seventy-two. And then everyone was like, "All right, all right, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead." <laughs> and like, what thirty billion or forty billion is cash? And you're like, "It's like American Horror Story is great, but like uh, seventy-seven billion, right? I know like seventy-two billion. Great? You literally paid, you know, seventy-two billion so, to get the X-Men back and, and Fantastic. And Fantastic. Well, that's what a lot of people were thinking. Like they, they paid right. all that money just to get the the characters right. from Marvel back. And let's be honest. I mean, it was long run. Oh, they oh, get this that is, back. This, is the end, sure. this, this was yeah. the end game. Like, like, dude. Yeah, for sure. Right. Come but, on. But I think the bigger thing behind it is, yeah, like, you know, immediately everyone was like, oh, X-Men, you know, Fantastic Four, Ghost right. Rider, we'll get those characters back. Oh. But also think about the other things they also got. They got the sole rights of the original Star Wars movies. Right. They got the sole rights of, like, uh, Planet of the Apes, um, oh, Aliens. Yeah. Um, the yeah, Simpsons, which Warner is a Brothers huge, you know, TV show that's been yeah. on for thirty plus years now. So yeah. they got a lot of properties, and then right exactly. after the Fox acquisition, they announced Disney Plus. So it's like, okay, now we have all this content where we can have our own streaming service, and everyone's going streaming now. They also opened Shanghai Disney, right? So Shanghai, uh, um, Disney Hong Kong, was that open under Bob Iger? Yeah, I think Shanghai Disney was open. Because Paris is 25. So no, 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 no. Paris, no. So Paris was already open. Um, I know Shang- I know he has, he was, he did Shanghai. He did Shanghai. He didn't do Hong Kong. What about Let's Tokyo? See. He, no, Tokyo was open. Yeah, I heard that Tokyo Disney is actually the best, they said the best Disney experience out of all of them. Really? Tokyo Disney is also not owned 100% by Disney. I think the, like, the city of Tokyo owns it. So, like, because when I was actually a cast member for Disney, um, you were a cast member for Disney. I was a cast member for Disney for almost five years. So, oh my god! He technically he um he didn't open it, but he was it, it opened in twenty two thousand five. Which one? Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Which means he probably had a hand in it, but he wasn't. Right. It was it was it was my. So he probably went over there and was like, oh, I think Hong Kong is also the smallest one. It is. It's very it is. small. Yeah, I I looked it up. I watched a bunch of videos online about it. I oh, can okay. probably tell you more about it than I ever thought I. 
No, that's a that's a lie. He he did have a big hand in the Shanghai one. So Shanghai is the newest Disney property to open up in China. Uh, well, all over the world, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's also, five, the, yeah. I think, it's not the biggest. Um, I think Florida is still the biggest property because Disney World is like a whole city. Um, they have their own zip code. Um, I've been there before. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. And it's still growing. And it has a lake. It has many lakes. Lake Buena Vista. Lake Buena Vista. That is the actual name of the Disney World itself. Right. Lake Buena Vista. Buena Vista Entertainment. Right. So all, all your Disney movies were based off from that. Right. So I just I think that so how do you guys think that this will change the game? So the reason why I wanted to talk about this is in relation to movies is Bob Iger, um, so he he didn't like directly producing in the movies, but I saw an interview that he did on Friday on it was like a talk show that he did after he stepped down and he was just talking about like the importance of diversity and he talked about how he had a hand in wanting Brian Cougar to do Black Panther. And you know, sometimes you just don't think about like, well, like, you know, he they actually went up to him and it's like, Hey, what do you think? And he was like, I like we wanted something that was more authentic and we saw um, people who after the movie they were like wow like we saw our kids up there and they were, they saw themselves up there and that was something that's important to him and for him to step down as you know just running the company from a business standpoint and want to do more creative stuff like how much do you think Bob Arkin contributed to all the things that we have as far as creative wise for all of our movies you know I've always thought about this uh, this is something I actually always joke around with my friends and in, in my head to be a CEO you kind of have to be ruthless and cutthroat anyway Right. Like, as nice as he probably is, he's probably, you know, he's probably stepped on a lot of people to get where he's got. And frankly, you know, you're asking, do you think we'll get more representation, just more positive things? Of how did he help with the, I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know if that was a personal decision or if he just knew where the ties were going, which makes him a good CEO, but it doesn't necessarily make him a good person. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, I think he just knew. We got to stop making movies with white people about right. white people. If they're not making because they stopped selling as much as they <laughs> used to because nobody wants to see those same boring milk toast stories. Milk toast stories. Milk toast. Okay. Milk toast stories. That's fine. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, no, you're definitely right. Um, I just, I just think it's fascinating that he, from a business, I think that a lot of times if you look at other companies with CEOs, like how often do you hear the CEO of Universal or the CEO? Of like this major Warner company, uh, I'm like, sure that's not a smart person. They, just, they have people running Warner Brothers. They're just they just started turning the corner, and then they step on their own foot and shoot it, and then time. and they I don't know I don't know if they're gonna they can get out of it, but it's gonna take years. Right. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I you know he, he was a smart man. He was and he a did smart right. Man. Like the what people complained about, I think the one thing you can, I guess the the downside to him outside of damn near turning entertainment into a monopoly mm-hmm. is that he his ideas weren't the most original like it was okay well let's just make let's just buy Marvel let's just buy Marvel oh we come up with our own shit or let's just buy Marvel we're yeah, gonna make money off yeah, of yeah exactly just, we'll buy it oh, then we'll make oh money. Like, you know, we just, let's just buy Star Wars and exactly let's just buy it the lack of creativity but the understanding of these guys are making creative stuff here yeah they made, they made Iron Man viable like, yeah, exactly. Iron Man is literally a C plus yeah at best he's exactly. a guy in a metal suit that can fly who's an alcoholic and blast you who is an alcoholic yeah. 
and he barely shows up to work on time, but <laughs> he, he never will help you sit. He, he doesn't. No, he doesn't show up. Because he's a billionaire, but you're like, you're a drunken Batman, right? slightly <laughs> responsible, <laughs> and you turn him into a billion-dollar name awesome like you, you, you turned this, this, you turned him into like almost a god he's a centerpiece he's he is a centerpiece, centerpiece. He's, he's the glue like thor is kind of just like oh yeah he's cool right you know thor's like oh yeah i like thor exactly but iron man iron like, man's wait, fighting wait, thor wait. and i was like so this, captain america, this i really like captain america but iron but man iron man <laughs> <Everybody's> like, wait, <laughs> right wait wait what the fuck a guy from brooklyn fighting gods yeah whatever okay oh that works but the guy in the suit yeah that metal suit was fire. No, it's that. Thanks to that extremist comic. Thanks to See, Marvel just See. setting the tone for the future. And then Christmas Story. I bring in um, who was an executive producer on Iron Man. He was in the movie. He was the one that was saying, "Yeah, man, we got to make this suit." He was one of the guys that you know was friends with John Favreau. Oh yeah, Ralphie yeah, yeah. from the Christmas Story. I know um, you're talking about. Yeah. I just don't know why he's also the doc. He's also the scientist in the glasses that's in there. Yeah, also no, no, no. Spider Man. Uh, I, I know you're talking oh, about Spider Man. Uh, far, far from, from home. home. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. He's, I just for some reason can't. Yeah. yeah, and you know he's part of the creative people that help get that movie off the ground, but also that dude's in it. He's Guilfoyle. He's Guilfoyle. Yeah. And anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll go there. <laughs> anyway, we'll go there later. But um, yeah, you know what? Let's be real. Like he he did a great job. Yeah. Now, he did a great job. Like I said, like I said not the most through, ac- through acquisitions and understanding, like, hey, the market. He, he makes exactly smart, create he profitability. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, the guy who took his place, Bob Chapek, he was the president for a while. I'm not sure how long, but for Parks and Resorts. Now, in my head, just because I, like I said, I used to work for Disney, um, there's been a lot of, I would say, complaints about the Parks and Resorts side over the past maybe five, 10 years. Like you guys know. So we live in, like, Los Angeles. We've all been in Disneyland. I live 15, maybe 10 minutes away. You know what I mean? So just think about, like, the the parks at Disneyland, the crowds are hella crowded. It's ridiculous, um, There are two parks, two full-ass parks in that. <laughs> and, it's, and it's always crowded. And it also, think about, like, think about this. So um, overseas, they get a lot of more creative, innovative, new idea rides. Over here, they'll reskin a ride real quick. Like real quick. the Incredible Coaster. And it's funny, they even make a joke about it when Violet was like, Oh yeah, just go ahead and repaint a coaster and just put our name on it, act like it's a brand new ride. Yeah. And it's like a gag in the ride, and but that's literally what they did. They literally This made. is so Bob Chapek is the guy who's responsible for that type of stuff. So now we have him running the entire company. So think about that when it comes to how he ran the parks and resorts for the past ten years. Now he's gonna be running everything. He's suffering from success, baby. They're crowded because they popping, baby. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how do you think that's gonna like? Do you think that's gonna change how like movies? Was are he made? in charge of Cars Land opening or not? Yeah. All right, you know what? To give the man some credit, Cars Land is fucking amazing. I've been to Disneyland twice in the past twenty years. Oh, good. For really? You. Oh, you should probably go good again. Good for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went. I uh, went two years ago, and then I went last year. So you went to Cars Land? I did. Carsland is it fucking was cool, man. Very enjoyable. Carsland it was amazing. better than I thought it was. I enjoyed California Adventure far more. I didn't enjoy delete. I enjoy it a lot more if it was like Marvel Land or half Marvel well, it's and about to be. Land, it's coming. Which, it's about to be. which is what they should have done. You know, had they well, you know that, thought about it. The, the one thing about the difference between movies and like theme parks is like. Well, right, they didn't have the rights for it, but but no, and the investment is is completely right. different. Like yeah, you're building, yeah. You also, you also have to see like what IP would work though. Yeah, so, like right. Guardians of the Galaxy was a popping thing, and I feel like it works just because of like the ensemble yeah, of it. 
um, you have to see what works when it comes to like a theme park because they'll put a ride in there and then like a year later be like yeah that's not working let's go yeah. ahead and change it again which yeah, is exactly. good and that takes a lot of money that, to do. well it's funny is he said he likes California Adventure but I don't think you realize California Adventure there's one one half of it is amazing and beautiful right there's a complete other side that they're still trying to figure oh, out no, what to do absolutely with that's all that land they bought Wait, that's what strawberry field uh, the, the, on the other side of Paradise Pier next to the Incredicoaster that whole side behind um, well that's all like Pixar Pier now I know, no, Pat, yes, you're right. But the problem is by the Ferris wheel and um, it's California. Just, there's just a lot of open there. space that is not being used like it should it's be. It's not that interesting. Like, it's just, it's, 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 it's definitely there. Yeah. So when it's I, just, yeah. So when I think about him, that's in the back of my head, that's what I think about. Like, as a person who goes to Disney all the freaking day, yeah, you know, yeah, all you the goddamn time, <laughs> I, that, I, that always sticks in my head where I'm like, oh, what are they gonna do with that back corner? It's right. a bunch of land. It's a bunch of it's room to do whatever you want to do. And let's be real, the Incredicoaster is really fun and it's a great ride. It's also twenty five years old now, right? <laughs> like or twenty years old now. No, it, it might be twenty five years old. Now. Fifteen because Incredibles came out and no, it wasn't. No, it was yeah, called right. California Screaming before that. Oh, you mean the same ride? Yeah, right. and it's been open since the, two, since it opened. It's been, been open since, since California two thousand one. Oh, way before. Oh, okay. It, it opened when no it, the when the, the when ride the, opened when uh, the, park, the park opened. opened, opened. So that's gotcha. two thousand one okay. or two thousand. Yeah. So it, it's been open for. A well, long I think time. I think the major problem with Disneyland is um, because of space. Lack of space. Yeah. Um, also, the the draw that Disneyland like annual pass holders and guests have, they'll go just. Oh, I'm just going to Disneyland just to hang out for three hours and then just leave. Definitely do that. So definitely do that. I think that the people are just gonna go no matter what. So yeah. it may just be like. Oh, okay, well, we don't really have to change things. Well, we could just reskin this ride up to do nothing. Where Disney World, it's suffering right now because they have Universal over there. They have Sea World. They have Bush Gardens. They have other things that are popping up. I didn't know they had a Bush Gardens. Yeah, yeah, Sea World makes a lot of sense. And was and what's funny is that I like I so I used to work for like all I worked for Sea World, Universal, and Bush Gardens when I was in Orlando. Oh my god! Um, I worked for, I worked at Sea World first um, right after high school, and then I worked for Universal for about three years, and then in conjunction with Disney as well. Was there's not a non compete clause signed in there? No, because um, the stuff that I did wasn't and I think you have to be like executive stuff where you're like no you can't do both because there was a lot of people in entertainment that you were reporting to each park while you're like they're doing this they're doing this and they're doing this upgrade my pay now right Um, but immediately immediately make it immediate immediate. do it immediately make my pay higher do it make it faster and immediate Um, checks looking better already right so but they like so over here I know like Universal like it's an active studio lot, so they record a lot of stuff, and the space that they have to put rides and stuff is not as much. Whereas in Orlando, it's you know two theme parks, one water park. They have five or six hotels now. God damn. Um, sea World over there has three parks over there. They have a water park. What? They have a park called Discovery Cove where you can like swim and fish and dolphins. Okay. Um, and okay. then they also have like the actual Sea World with like five or six roller coasters now. So it's a huge, it's a huge thing. So Disney World. Even though is the biggest thing over there, they actually have like competition now, yeah. so they have to add all these things and like, all right, let's let's open this up, let's open this new park up, let's yeah. do this new thing. Yeah. So you can see where like the new like Bob Chapek, where his energy can go towards one thing, but you can also see where it lacks in others. So that's why I'm going thinking about how is it going to make the Marvel movies go forward? What's, what type of decisions is it going to make for like Star Wars or like for Pixar and like 
you know, what is it going to do moving forward? Hopefully, he will allow the better creative minds to take control, and then he can take notes off from that. Delegate. Right. Exactly. Delegate, delegate, delegate. Right. Like, hey, Kevin, what do you think you should be doing when you, what you've been doing for the past And I, I, I agree with you with that. Kevin, you go ahead Plus, and do that. TT, white TT, can we just have you run the rest of Thor 3? Also jump in on that Star Wars because you just killed it on the Mandalorian last episode. No, what's funny is it... And then he can take the he can take the claim when when it does well. Oh, oh yeah, that was exactly. on me. Yeah, that was exactly. on me. Oh, I, I, mean. it. He's like, I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. Exactly. Yeah, how did you know what you were doing? Because I asked that nigga over there. <laughs> <I> exactly. <laughs> he told me really exactly smart. what to do. Well, at least for the next <laughs> two years, we'll still have Bob Iger, and who knows? Maybe Bob Iger may stay on board as the creative. Or you just, I on think the board. he's going to fade out. I think he's tired, bro. You, yeah. so. you see the look on his face? He looks tired. He's like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Not even like negative. He just he's aged. Yeah. He has aged, yeah. and like uh, we all do. Mm-hmm. But once again, you're head of the largest media company in the world now, correct? Right. Aren't yeah. we the largest? You I helped, think so. You I helped mean, them amass. They went from forty worth forty eight billion to two hundred and <laughs> seventy billion. So you made them close to a quarter of a billion dollars. Ridiculous. You let them gain to over two hundred quarter of a trillion dollars. Quarter tr- yeah, right. I'm sorry, quarter of a trillion. You're correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mad money through a 13 year period, which is like where Disney was at. You've tripled their value. And Disney was at its low. They were, yeah, when they he, were when he showed up. That's what they're trying. They were, to, they were trying to sell because they're like, oh, I don't know if we can, we should probably sell this out. Yeah, so I mean, that's, we'll see. That's a big turnaround, a big change. Disney Plus. Yeah. So, an- so another part of um, Bob Iger's, I would say, legacy is the Disney Plus. Um, one thing we wanted to talk about. So there's a lot of new and exciting things that are coming for different audiences. I know for us, we're all excited for like Mandalorian season two. We're also excited for the Marvel, the plethora of Marvel shows that are not just coming out this year, but also coming out like in upcoming years. Can I just say something really quickly? Yeah. So the Mandalorian was amazing. Mm-hmm. Season one was fire. What I'm so nervous about is they they don't pull a Netflix and have a really great season one. Right. And then rush out of season two, and you're just like, "What the fuck, yo? Right. Like, how? Like, because for them to announce season two coming out so quickly, while everything else you're still waiting on, you're like, wait a minute, like we haven't even dropped any Marvel TV shows yet, but you already season two's coming a month and a half or two months after that. Like, wait a minute, how's this happening? Well, uh, no, season two's coming later this year, like in the fall. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, in September but, or so, October, right after. Uh, but I think this is something they planned for because it, okay. they had. Look, there's only 10 weeks of The Mandalorian. That's true. We heard about The Mandalorian, what, a year before they... We heard almost two years before. before Disney Plus was a thing. Yeah. So that's right. why I'm like, yeah. they've been planning it. John Favreau, who did Iron Man and Iron Man 2, and executive producer on all the good Marvel movies, including Endgame and... And directly liking and the guy and the Jungle that, Book and, Jungle and the Jungle Book. Book. So a guy that's worked with Disney for the past what ten years for a long period, and, a lot of time, and he knows how to work timing because he was an actor, also a director. So he, he was in Swingers. Mm-hmm. He was in Swingers. Awesome movie, great movie. He I didn't watch the breakup that until eight, ten years ago. He was in the breakup, but he also know. directed that too. But he directed the breakup. I believe so. I'm about to Google that right I now. Think he did. John Favreau. Was he like directing himself? Because he's like, oh man, I'm friends with Vince Vaughn. Oh, that's right. Let me just do this. Did they direct it? I think he did. I'm looking it up. Come on. And then like Peter Billingsley's in there too. So obviously his friend, because they were all friends when they were little. Nah, Peyton like, Reed directed it. Damn it. Oh, Peyton Reed. Uh, man, oh, man. That's, that's Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, just I mean, you don't have to give them Iron Man three. The more that we're talking about this, it's like this net, these net, the network is starting to show up in my head. It's like all these motherfuckers know each other and just hire each other. That's, Can we do that for each other? That's how it no, works. Do that for each other. That's literally how it works. Low key, like like don't even lie. Like now when I watch movies and I see someone who's been in a Marvel movie, like oh that's Captain Marvel. Oh that's mm-hmm. Black Panther. Oh that's this person. Brie Larson's like one of like like Brie Larson's one of the biggest actors ever. Right. Actors but now like she's, she's, she's Captain Marvel. Like yeah. going forward. Like, that's what that is. She was, in, she was in 21 Jump Street, and I was like, oh, she's cool. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I actually seen Envy Adams. Envy, uh, oh, yeah, Envy, she was great. And she's just such a small role in there, but she's just you awesome. still haven't watched Scott Pilgrim. I have not watched Scott Why Pilgrim. not? Because like, he's a terrible person. I agree. You can, you can watch that at work. That's literally, yeah. I can't I, you can't watch it at work. You can watch that at work. Okay. There's no nudity. I will watch Scott Pilgrim. The most violent thing. Exactly. I have to pee on her. <laughs> when in context it makes plenty of sense it makes oh, okay. of and sense. it's not uh, nasty in any way but yes I think when um, are you gay? he's <laughs> <Right>. asking <laughs> you like, didn't do anything with her? Right? you gotta watch the movie okay. you, you have, have to watch the movie I will, okay I will watch the movie there's a Culkin in there I won't say which one it's not Macaulay it's four or five it, Exactly. It's not Macaulay. Sorry, we're just going. No, actually, uh, he's actually supposed Macaulay to be Culkin. in uh, uh, yeah, season 10 of uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, which I'm like... So, coming <laughs> back to Hulu... <laughs> well, I mean, Hulu. you guys deviated in that one. But anyways, it's yeah. So, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, so, Associated with Captain um, America. Captain America. So, and Captain Marvel were both in the movie. No, they were. So, Disney Plus. Um, pretty much... Um, so I think with Mandalorian, um, they had that show in mind for Disney Plus. I think they went to Marvel and said, "Hey, do you want to do anything for this?" Because keep in mind, I think just because of how the storytelling has been told with the Marvel movies over the past eleven years, they've been doing it. Um, I think it's a big step to see if they can. Because think about it, they haven't really tied in Agents of Shield. It's like t- Agents of Shield there, is and but- will be dead only because. That was never Joss Whedon's intention. He even said it. Right. And he was the one that handed the reins over to his brother. He's like, here, run this TV show. On t-. Even though I had no intentions of bringing Greg Clark back. But the, he directed the first episode. The right. best thing that came out of that was Ghost Rider, honestly. Yes, uh, I agree. I have to agree. That shit was fire. <laughs> I stopped watching that show after like midway through season one. Even after the Samuel Jackson and Colby Smolder. Yeah, everybody shows like, up. Yeah. Pops in, but I'm like, man, this is such a letdown. And then you're like, it's it's too TV for the qua- the quality of work that you want to see. And right. the Netflix shows just didn't, they barely right. tied in. They just Punisher said, was oh, the, the incident. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah so they, the they, incident. Saying stuff like that, and you're like. It was like in past, it. like in just in like in conversation, but it wasn't a, a direct connect or anything like that. What's right. funny is because they tied all the shows together. Right, right. and they, they say the characters' effort. names. Yeah, they and... put all the effort in to tie the, the Netflix shows together, and you're like, you. And I feel like they could have did it. All they had to do was just throw the Avengers Tower in the background. Nah, but they had to pay. That's yeah, what they had I, know, yeah. I understand. So what I'm saying is, so like they had like TV show Marvel TV shows in the past, you know, ten years that really haven't tied in. And I think Kevin Feige, the, the main producer um, and who runs Marvel, has he hasn't wanted to do that. So I think that now with all of these shows coming out, I think they had to say, all right, how can we keep the same storytelling we've been doing? Um, so 
and it was work. So this coming, we have a lot of Marvel shows coming out. That's going to be a direct connect. Uh, but what we really want to talk about is, and I have a question for my fellow podcasters really quick. Go, go for it. Um, but just want to bring this up really quick. So um, any fans of Lizzie McGuire out there, Hillary Duff? Uh, so I'm going to keep one with you. Okay. I really watched Lizzie McGuire. We were talking about this before we recorded. Right. Uh, you, you guys can't see us, but we are three very large black men. Uh, when that show came out, we were all, were you a teenager? No, I, I watched Lizzie McGuire. I was, were you a teenager when it came out, though? It came out in... I think 2000. To me. I was probably 2000. 10. That's why I watched that. Yeah. yeah. I was about 13, 14. Oh, yeah. Because I watched... I, feel like I, was older, I watched the, the, like, the That's So Ravens and Lizzie McGuire. Even I watched Stevens. Ravens. Yeah, That's So Ravens. But I always that's called... I'm saying, so I watched... I just like Disney Channel. Like, I, right. I watch everything on there. And I, I, honest to God, used to call Lizzie McGuire Lizzie Maganew. Lizzie <laughs> Maganew. I'm about to watch Lizzie Maganew. <laughs> Always make jokes about it. Like, I'm about to watch Lizzie McAdoo, fam. Slicey disrespectful and also racist. I don't know how. Just a little bit. Just because black people be making up names and you're like, that's not even her name. Like, you should just call her Lizzie McCarthy and then that would have made more sense. Wow. Okay, so little blonde hair, blue eyed white girl, <laughs> all like, corny in the seventh no, grade. No Lindsay Lindsay Magadu, nah, no, <laughs> no, there isn't. I just called her that. I don't know. Like, black people making up names. That's what we do. <laughs> right. So, um, Hillary Duff, who plays the character Lizzie McGuire, um, when they announced Disney Plus, they announced that they were gonna do like a like a reboot, not necessarily a reboot, but like a like a continuation of the story, like one season type thing. Um, the, the fans are really excited for it and everything like that. Um, production started, and then there's been a lot of controversy around just the available content that is allowed on Disney Plus. So, as you know, Disney is a very, very family friendly, um, like you know, like very family friendly. Jesus, which Christ. is which is funny because we were just talking about the shows on the Marvel Netflix shows. <laughs> a lot of that content and stuff wouldn't be able to happen on there right. just because. I watched. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones go at it. <laughs> they fucked so much. Yeah. So so far. So hard. They broke the band. They broke the wall. You're just like it's super super. There was blood. Blood. Oh, not that I know. Matt Murdock fucked everybody. He did. Which is his character in the comics. Yeah. So they were shit. He's blind. They were didn't Kingpin at some point like smash someone's head in a car? Sure did. Or something? He did. Sure did. Yeah. Oh, the Punisher walked around two. with a bruised face for ten episodes. Oh, right. oh he did. <laughs> that was the best part about that John show. Bernal. Was the fact that he did not heal. He didn't heal, and that's <laughs> like, I liked that. He's like like Daredevil healed. He he kind of healed. No, Daredevil healed. He did. Punisher had. Two black eyes for he seven did. episodes. He was literally ending the episode with like <laughs> healing bruises around his face, like his lips they still They didn't do cut. that in season two. I was pissed too. Yeah. Like, I was like, where's well, black eyes? Yeah. Like, he was supposed to take mad punches, mad but busted <laughs> ribs and stuff. Oh, but he just would jump up he was, and just keep going. He was. He was like, Sylvester okay. Stallone through it, oh, which is awesome. Like, at one point, he's drooling. Yeah, at, he, at one point, he is drooling. He is. Like, oh, so you're not dead yet? Oh, you're still going. Nah, that, not only am I not dead, I'm about to shoot up the room. Right, I'm, I'm just going to let you know now. This is John Wick with a Punisher suit on. Yeah, right. Like, this is pretty what we're much. Doing. This is what John Wick is based off of. <laughs> <laughs> pretty he much. Is. He murdered everybody. Mine is a dog. So basically, um, so um, Hillary Duff posted on her uh, Instagram, uh, like a, I don't know if it was a cry to Disney or just pretty much just putting it out there. Just to sum it up, 
was basically saying that, you know, she was excited to do the Lizzie McGuire um, spinoff show and everything like that. But she wants to move it over to Hulu because of the strict uh, PG restriction that Disney has for their TV shows. And I thought that was kind of interesting just because of some of the upcoming shows that we have. There's another show that was going to be on Disney Plus, um, Love, Simon, based off of the movie Love, Simon, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, but now they were canceled off of Disney Plus. But I think they're going over to Hulu and they're changing the name to Love, Victor, um, because they said it wasn't family friendly. And my question that I have for like the listeners and my fellow podcasters so just hearing this news and thinking about the stuff we have coming down the line, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. like, can we get an authentic Falcon and the Winter Soldier that how we want it with a PG rating? Not PG-13, PG. I think so. If done very, very, very well. But think about the movies are PG-13. So think about some of the action sequences that yeah. we get in the movies would be very watered down. If it's similar to what we saw in The Mandalorian, we'll be okay. Because they were able to convey action, death, but also give you everything you wanted to kind of see in that little finite piece of the universe. It has they can do that. It has to be done creatively and very it just like you said, it can't be campy. It can't be campy. Like it can't be done. And I mean to be honest with you, that is where you get some of the best the best out of those people when they're working with certain constraints mm-hmm. it makes you more creative right and I mean look I'll be real with you my hopes are high but at the end of the day like you know like yeah. I love to Punisher season one I hated Punisher season two right I yeah. love Jessica Jones season one I hated Jessica Jones season two I don't think two. I watched the Jessica Jones season two I did season two was bad bro season two season was three not was as, good yeah, season one wasn't that uh, was great Season two wasn't that good. Season three picked season it up. Season three did pick up the... But then they the canceled them all. Exactly. Daredevil was good all three. Yeah. Um, like, even... like, But what I mean is that like, it just could go either way. Right. Now, the one thing we can all say is the Marvel Studios, they put a lot of effort into these characters and they, they handle them with care. Mm-hmm. They handle these stories with care because at the end of the day, all they're doing is all these TV shows, all these movies, all these things... Like, dude, there's a million and one comics. Exactly. There's so many different stories that these comics tell that it's only natural that we have these, you know, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Or they're trying know. to buy their time in between movies, which yeah. is exactly what you want. And some things are bigger than others. Some things exactly. are better than others. But at the end of the day, my only... I'm just worried at because I... Yo, like, they've done so well with a lot of these movies. Not every movie's perfect but right. they've done a great job with these movies right they've done it they've told an amazing story and it all kind of this is kind of what outside of spider-man this is what the first thing after the movies correct well we have uh yeah what's coming out no something the, coming the out. black widow black widow well, we which is still a black story widow, based we on also have new the, mutants but that's part of fox exactly all of these catalog are, exactly these are all things that kind of happen after in a way yeah like this is the continuation of that story true so it takes up right after uh, Endgame exactly Sam and um, Winter Soldier like are taking over the pretty much taking over the Cap thing even though he hands it over to Falcon He's kind of like and then the US agent is going to show up I just just think that some of the storylines 
it's gonna be kind of watered down if it's PG though. I just, they don't have to be. Yeah, though. they will be. I, I mean, mean so they don't have to be. Right, right. They can if they do if they have good writers who actually understand the stories and characters, and then they create a different situation. They have to go around just like they did with Winter Soldier. Or yeah. Was it Winter Soldier? No, that was Civil War with Baron Zemo. You don't know it's Baron Zemo until. Exactly. He's going through and un, you know dismantling the Avengers. That it's is like, true. That was but really think good about writing. It, Just think without about a mask, all these without movies a costume. That you're mentioning are right. all PG thirteen. Correct. So I think that w- what I'm saying is I think that so just don't have to show blood. You can't. No, show... they don't really show blood like that in these movies too. I they think exactly. It's, I think so. it's it's so it's subject matter. Um, it's violence. So like right. you know action sequences because it was say PG thirteen for strong action sequences. Exactly. It doesn't even have to be cuss words. It doesn't have to be you know violence. It has to be nudity. Exactly. But I. Think Thing, storyline. So even thinking about we were talking about with US agent before, if they played the whole is Sam being the first black Captain America, is that ready? You know, I think even how you tell that can be a PG thirteen like story just because of the subject matter itself. Of course. So yeah. I you think see that, stuff like that on TV all the time. So. Man, I don't know, man. I watch Mufasa fall off a cliff. Right. I watch Scar throw Mufasa off. Bambi's mom died, so Bambi's mom did b- b- uh, bim- uh, murder. What's his name too? Uh, oh, Dumbo's uh, mom. Bum- yep, yeah, Dumbo's mom. Exactly, abused and stuff yeah. on a train. So yeah, like, Disney mean, is all about showing some sadness and then also yeah, conveying right. that you know the start at the bottom, get to the top. Also, I watched all those Star Wars movies, and uh, the, uh, was it the Rise of Skywalker? I, was that PG thirteen? I think so. I don't, there's no way that could have been a PG movie. I haven't seen it yet. I yeah, still have to watch yeah. it. I will I'm, view it. We'll, when you view it, we'll do an episode. <laughs> we'll I'm going to it. see it this week, I hope. We'll do an episode. Is it still in theaters? I mean, I'm, it's Star Wars, bro. This just never Yeah, I think away, there's man. like one showing per, and I think it comes out on video in, in a couple of weeks, maybe. Yeah. Or I mean, it's streaming. But anyway, but yeah, like so. I mean, yeah. If they just if they're creative about it, make it well done. It, people won't know. It's PG thirteen. Yeah, it, it had to have been. It was, yeah, it was pretty Disney. violent. It was violent even for Star Wars. Like, is there a certain point where you're like, yeah, <laughs> like all right, like this <laughs> is okay. I watch, you know. But um, yeah. So I just think um, I think if they do it right, we'll be fine. Like, let's be real. Like Loki, it's like on the first on on the surface you're thinking, damn, can they make Loki? And like, yeah, yeah like, he's why are they making a Loki TV show? Exactly, but like, like you said, yeah, yeah. It's scary. So, well, so yeah. the so the new live action version of Lion King was PG. Um, I think all the other, I think all of the other live actions have been either G or PG. There was an article that I read recently that said Mulan is the very first PG thirteen movie. So I think just by hearing that, I'm excited just to see. I think those war sequences is gonna be amazing. You hear how they took out what's his name though? Yeah, they took out the the, they took out the the dude, the love interest, the guy. There's no love interest at all. I think I mean, there is. Maybe, I think they changed them a little bit. Oh man, they didn't make him the, the the what did they say the bisexual king that they talk about <laughs> on Twitter all the time, right? Like because he's the, he obviously has feelings for pain. Feeling you, man. Like, no pain, man. I just pain, no, man. I just want to hang out, bro. 
<laughs> like, uh, we could we could raid this village together. Like, I saw what they were talking about with uh, Mushu because you know it's been like one of the biggest things why they took him out. That's racist. Well, the yeah, direct- is, I know. Mushu. Well, the, well, the director was saying so when the animated movie big came Chinese. out, like dragons are a really big, you know, importance in like the Chinese culture, mm-hmm. um, like for like many different things, and to turn like a dragon into a comedic relief character, it yeah. didn't really sit well with like uh, the, the Chinese culture. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, we couldn't do this in this movie, and it's like well, it makes sense to change that. It so makes that's... sense. And people keep talking about no, and you're like, I mean, and, the, yeah. and you keep having yeah. to explain to people like, I feel you, right. I get it. We all loved Eddie Murphy's Mushu, right. exactly. But there's context, right? Exactly. I think this, it's, it's like imagine Eddie Murphy dressed in, in a sambo. People yeah. are like, oh, I love Eddie Murphy a sambo. And it's like, like, yeah, no, it's a little racist. Right. Like, I'm sure it was funny, but uh, not feeling it. You right. know, so I'm not, I'm not mad about it, bro. Look, look, look. One thing is, you can see the old movies; they're not hidden anywhere. They're not hard to find. You can right. see Mulan on Disney Plus. You can exactly. see the movies. So when they remake them, I'm always down for something new. Like, cause the old one's still there. Aladdin, uh, like uh, Kiana, she she like she said she hated the Aladdin movie, and I'm like, why? She's like, it looked like a movie. It looked like a, a play. Uh, the sets weren't as big, and I'm like, bro, cause just watch the cartoon. Like, right. the movie was great. Like, it was just like Fire. the cartoon. I think right. like what we all forget is I know I, I did growing up when I saw these movies I was like I wonder how it would be if it was like real life yeah. like how would it be if there was a real magic carpet flying or if you know if yeah. a real lion could talk or like how would these movies be if it was real life and there's upsides and downsides Lion King was great but your people are, I agree that yo these animals did not show very much emotion right. because right. when you're drawing a lion you can draw a big smile lions exactly. don't show emotion right. like exactly. that so, so it's kind of like Pick and choose your battles. like Yeah, and look, mind you, that's a real critique, though. Right. It's like, okay, I get it. Luckily, what do we have? Uh, Disney Plus. So you can watch the original Lion King a million and one times. And The Lion Guard. And Lion King 2. Lion King 1.5. Lion King 3. Like, you can watch all that stuff. You right. know what I mean? So that's why I'm not too really upset about it. Like, hey, yeah, show me something different. Like, I've been watching... Watch these movies long ass time. Like they're not new. They're <laughs> they not didn't new. just come out. Like they're, they're not recent. They're all sequels. Yeah, like or redos. I was in the third grade when Lion King came out. Exactly. I am thirty four yeah. years old now. Like oh, I was five. No. <laughs> 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 it came out nineteen ninety four. Ninety four. I was four. Maybe 90, no, yeah, ninety four. Yeah, in Atlanta yeah. was ninety three. Mm. So it's like you know what I mean. Like so, yeah. So that's why when I hear about this stuff, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Moose is not in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Go for it. Like. I think everybody has their own thing. Like, even with Marvel stuff, oh, they change this, they change that. And it's like, man, look, it's because we, like, we know these even stories like, already. I know, like, sometimes they'll make a big deal about the costume, like, not being true to the comics, but it's I'm like, they had spandex, it wouldn't translate to, like, real life. Oh, so they have a digital show Uncle Ben. It's like, bro, we've seen Uncle Billy being like, killed, like, 30 right. times, no man. That Please do not show this, them pearls. And Batman. Oh, I know. Jesus it's so Christ, ridiculous. Please stop showing they us. Even showed in the Joker, and I was Mark, like, "Come on!" I, I thought they were gonna. I thought they weren't even gonna include it. That's the movie would have been just as good without it. That's when I saw it there. I was like, "Nah." I'm like, "This better be a fever dream," because <laughs> I was just like, "All right, man." I'm like, "Joker was there for everything, or he influenced this movie." He influenced world. everything. You're just like, "Bro, how about how about just, just not include this?" Right. I did so I know like we Batman all Batman v Superman I know we so all didn't like, like that movie but I did how like I liked how they added it in like the opening credits though I thought that was kind of dope Batman was, the Batman no. storyline of it no. I, I actually liked that because it was like alright we don't have to tell it all over again but it was like everybody the, knows that story Boo. literally like 
from the 90s, the 2000s, you already know what happened to him. Just yeah. like Uncle Ben. No, it doesn't Batman need to be seen over is again. He's a 70-year-old character. Now, what's we know his parents were killed exactly. at the movie theater, and it drove Batman. It drove Bruce Wayne right. crazy. It did. Like, him out. That's all we need to know. I like that opening scroll. I mean, yeah, it would have been cool if that was nah. the only time we seen it. It would make sense <laughs> only if Zack Snyder completed his little whatever trilogy or and said Flashpoint was Bruce Wayne being... What's his face? The comedian from there. I would watch it and then I'd probably walk out because yep. I'm like, they're not doing they're it. They're really right. campaigning for this release to Snyder Cut for They HBO can release Max. it and put it in the trash because it ain't happening. Nobody wants to see it. Even no, if they do. No, there's like a lot of people who want no, to no, see no, it. No, no. There's like hundreds of people. No, no, no. That's great. It's like, like a cult on Twitter. It is. It's a cult because they want to see the garbage full force. No, I think it would be force. a very, I think it'd be a very, very different movie. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be, okay. Does it'll it, be mostly does it have Batman being an idiot? Exactly. Most likely and also Superman not coming to terms with being Superman and being upset still. No, I think that... He really died and came back and was mad again. I think How that... Superman? How you can be bad as a Superman? A Superman. Oh, he's going to wake up. He's like, going to be confused and want to fight everybody. And everybody's like, why though? Lex Luthor's already mad at you for being a, a god on Earth and you're helping people. You know, okay, but then why is Superman mad? We're oh talking about Disney. Cause that's right. Off on this. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> also, Marvel was planning on buying Disney. I don't know if you guys saw that too, but that's another story. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. Uh, DC. Uh, I guess the owners of DC Comics... They well, you said, changed you said hands. Marvel wants to buy Disney. Marvel, I'm sorry, Marvel wants to buy DC. Nah, yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, but we need to have different people doing those. Yeah. Well, I know that's the whole funny thing about it is like, oh, they were kind of artists and writers switching. To be fair, hands it's, through it's the same. Universe. It's the same people, right? It is the same people. It is the same people. Same people writing and drawing them because they're like, who am I gonna get? Oh, this guy did a good job. It's like when you find out Tom Tom drew Spawn, Spider Man, Spider Man, Batman, and you're just like, oh. Oh, and he just drew a picture of Spider-Man Spawn together. That was dope. That's funny. Yeah. But. Well, so, I mean, so I think that, like I said, with the whole Bob Arger thing stepping down, um, I think that we just have to see what's going to happen. I do believe that is a huge thing. Um, Bob Iger in the past, at least as long as I've been alive, has been a huge uh, CEO. Huge. C- yep. Huge CEO That's in the world has taken Disney from where it was then to what it is now. As far as everything that Disney owns, one thing I will say back back to Lizzie McGuire being on Hulu mm-hmm. is that they should do it that way, especially now that we know Disney is who they're. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's the, the adult entity. version yeah. of Disney, right? And I think that that's a really good idea. One, it would get more people invested in Hulu because Hulu doesn't have the best track record for shows. It has some good shows and it has a lot of bad shows. And I, mean, I feel like that's it's sad because Hulu is the one one streaming service where you can get the stuff that's on TV right now the next day. Exactly. Right. So that's the main reason why I subscribe to it, not even just for the original I, content. I actually used to hate it until I watched one episode of Handmaid's Tale and it was like, I will spend whatever <laughs> money I have right. to, watch, to this. watch this show. But they can put like the Handmaid's Tale, they can put like yeah. the poses and yeah, stuff exactly. like that on on, F- I mean, on, on Hulu. So yeah. it makes sense. I really hope it does go over there. Um, I was actually just thinking while we were talking, you know, the all the Marvel movies are on Disney Plus, so they will put PG thirteen content on there. Yeah, some stuff they won't put, like they won't put any R rated stuff. So if they ever decide to put like maybe Deadpool or Logan, or like um, um, Aliens or Planet of the Apes, any of those that was rated R, they won't put that on Disney Plus. They'll put it on Hulu though, because Disney is a major um, control of Hulu. So exactly. that's cool. And like you said, like you said, New Mutants. And yeah, put all else. that on Hulu. And- 
Because Logan's not on nothing, is it? No. It should be. Yeah, it will be because it's owned by. Fox. It was on HBO. Yeah, it was, it on, was HBO, on HBO. But so are all the aliens? Is it still on HBO? Because there's there's a no. lot of stuff that Maybe. is not on it's, Disney Plus because it's through. on it's still contract. Because I was actually y'all. I don't know if y'all saw like Sky High. Of course, of course. So, so, yeah, it was a great movie actually. So, like so Sky it was High, that shit. Yeah, well, that movie exactly. It was a, actually a, a really good movie. movie. I know what I'm saying remake that. Yeah. But so Sky High is not on Disney Plus yet because it's still under. It's is either Stars or HBO, so or, it won't be on Disney Plus until December of this year. Probably Stars. Huh. So like I know this, yeah because stars had Disney movies mm-hmm. so I know this and this Ant-Man month they're getting first, Black Panther first um, I think Infinity probably, War yeah. is coming in June so there's movies that will be added to Disney Plus over time but they can't because they're under contract on other streaming platforms right now yeah so I I mean look Hulu like look you know what I'm starting to, the more I think about it the more I realize Hulu is probably gonna be the deal breaker it's gonna be the what either make or breaks. Disney yeah, Plus. I don't know why they didn't just throw yeah. themselves Disney into Hulu because it was already the platform there. But I, I think they probably. Just I think they want to separate it because you can you can give your kids free reign on Disney Plus and say you know watch whatever you and want. And they low key come yeah. together, so you pay and it's yeah. like yeah. But well, yeah, Hulu, that new you can put like the parental stuff on there. And I think Hulu is also open as of right now to all the other major networks with their TV shows and stuff. Right. Other than see that, I don't think that's gonna change. Uh, I don't think that's gonna change. You right. just see TV's more original content, smaller, so exactly. Yeah. On there, so yeah. Now they're gonna want to be on there because they're like, oh wait, you have Disney Plus and this, and you have a and subscriber debt of at least ten million people. Yeah. Of course, yeah. and of course, Hulu has Hammonds too. That is, Honestly, it's gotten sadder and sadder each season. But season one and two, I was like, yes. The season season three, three was like, interesting. I but, haven't even gotten past season or episode seven yet, and I'm like, so the thing uh, about it is, it's because you kind of low key get payback in season three, <laughs> but the probably you kind of don't want it. You kind of want to. Like, I like the depression that comes with Ant Man. So that's the only. I actually don't like sad shit, but that's the one show I watch. And I'm just like, God damn, this suffering is so good. It's there's it's a so lot of painful. suffering. It's super Scientology. I don't need. Who's that. the main uh, character? The white lady from June. No, what's the what's the, the actress name? Uh, what's your name from Invisible Man? Because I was yeah. gonna bring up Invisible Man and say I want to see that because everyone is like, Nah, it's, man. We talked about it like four different times. No, I told I'm you. just saying. No, I'm just saying for the sake of the, this week's podcast. It did gotcha. come out this past week. We still want to. I still want to see it. And everyone says it's great. Seen that mess. But I mean, I'm just. And saying, everybody says it's good. Everyone I'm says sure it's it good. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Uh, As you Kate, guys have probably realized, Kyoki is. He doesn't like anything. So. Oh, I do but, like stuff. You like too many things. No, but I, I just, like just enough. You like everything. No, but I at least give you a little opinion of either hey it's great or if it's not uh, I, I haven't seen it yet hopefully it's good I think it's gonna be great um, Elizabeth Moss that's her name that's her right? name okay cool yeah so she's good and she got that scared upset she, sad face all the Damn, time I'm pay her whatever pay her her coins that's what she looked like on Mad Men I was like she looks like she's she scared all the time but she was like I gotta go to work more like I'm about to beat everybody ass oh, pretty, right she wasn't about taking an L she's like nah man I don't like doing that she's like the smartest person in the show by far exactly she is Don Draper without the alcoholism <laughs> and the misogyny and the misogyny she's like I can help you get your work done and also help you and then come up with my own stuff yeah and just make more money for everybody I'm gonna do what you're I'm gonna do your job we gotta do a Mad Men episode and market it specifically to 50 year old white men and they will love it of course 47 50 year old white men will never listen because we are three black men oh they will when we talk about Mad Men they will I'll tell them I'm wearing a suit and I'm drinking scotch and then that's it (laughs) I know right and I miss the good old days exactly that's all I gotta say right 
They like when you say the good old days, the old white dudes they forget that like racism happened too. Exactly. They're they're like, like, oh, oh no, yeah, the good old days. Yeah. You know? And you're like, I was just joking. That Over shit there on the bayou, <laughs> right? Right. And you're like, you know, no, not really. I, I, I used yeah. to race my horses <laughs> and on the bayou, and uh, <laughs> the streets were so empty, I could just walk anywhere, right. go anywhere, and say anything. Exactly. And you're like, I so used to park my old Cadillac in the front driveway and take my family on the uh, on the road trip, road trips and the, <laughs> on the countryside. I got paid so much money. I know so much money. I don't almost like it was an imbalance of power. <laughs> right. I got paid more because other people were getting paid less. How did I do that? How did it happen? I used to get my check. Mm-hmm. Where is it? I used to sit in front of the bus all the time. It was always open for me. Walking, wow. I never really walked. I went to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> I used to walk 15 miles to get to Disneyland. Yeah. I sat on every counter. It was fine. <laughs> I, I even sat on the front of every ride. I sat on the front of the bus and on the front of every ride. God bless you, Martin Luther King Jr. Oh. All of your friends and people that have come together. Oh, man, the wow. 50s was great. Anyways. So, uh, yeah. but um, So, Disney Plus, Hulu. Make sure you check those, check those things out. You should absolutely... Okay, so look, Disney Plus doesn't really need our ads, but at the they same really time, don't. Disney Plus has great content. They need more ASAP. They ASAP, do. they do, because all they're doing is showing you little easily, easily made TV shows, little reality shows that I don't really care for. So I do. I'd rather watch something that is a program like The Mandalorian, something that is created that I would enjoy. Bro, right. Netflix like, just dropped. I swear to God, they just dropped Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon. I, they just dropped. Uh, I just saw. We just we talked about all the shows. Lock and Key. Yeah, we talked about right. all that stuff. Like, dude, it's time. Disney Plus, you no, I, show. Show I think out. I think what it was is they they had the stuff that came out originally and then they were like oh it's gonna be on nostalgia but I think that people we went through it real fast because I know people oh I've been watching all the gargoyles and I've been watching all of this and I've been watching all that they didn't they didn't they took they didn't it a little think. for granted right. so yeah yeah they said oh we're Disney and people's gonna and now we're all like all right well we're gonna go ahead and go back over here to Netflix yeah, because it's like, how many wait times to, can I watch. Uh, in game, uh, okay. I watch it. I can watch it once a day. Treating Disney Plus like their parks. They're like, oh, you got on this ride. Well, you get on the ride at least four or seventeen times. You're yeah. like, I'm gonna do, do a different ride. Right. Like yeah. we watch Civil War every day. We got some stuff months. coming. I think I think I Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming in August, so we don't have to wait too too long. But yeah, we do. And I think some. once that comes, everything's coming right after. Yeah, it's like right. that. Mandalorian season two, and then uh, uh, WandaVision. WandaVision, but then in between that time is. Black Widow's already out. Yeah, so we got more coming. We just after need. that's the eternal, external, eternal, eternals, and then yeah, so, that's in November. Yeah, so it, all during that time we're gonna have stuff coming out within a two to three month period. But yeah, man. So um, yeah, be sure to check it out. Um, be sure to look up just look up Bob Iger and just look up everything that Disney owns. I know that we joke about it and just in social media and everything that Disney owns everything, but just really look at the success that Disney had just from a business standpoint over the past. I would say twenty years um, under the, the the rule of Bob Iger, and I just hope whatever he does next. I know he's going to be still under the Disney umbrella as creative right now, but whatever he decides to do next, um, I hope that he's happy. Whatever he decides to do, um, everything that's coming to Disney Plus over the next couple of months, we're excited for. And uh, yeah, 
Good big stuff. I think we did. I think it's about time to clock out. What do you guys think? I'm definitely clocking out. I'm going to clock out right now. Oh, you're clocking out on time today? Oh, okay. Oh okay. my god, yeah, he didn't clock out 30 minutes ago. Nah, man, I just be doing my job. Bro. Gotcha, cool. But yeah, so be sure to check us out. Please like and subscribe to us. I think so. We're getting some numbers back, and uh, we're really excited for the numbers that we do have, but we can always grow. So tell your friends, tell your family, anyone who likes movies, anyone who likes TV shows. If there's episodes that we talk about, if there's episodes or shows that you want us to talk about, um, I think I heard a rumor about a season eight of Game of Thrones coming out soon, Drew. What? I think so. Um, What? I know there was like this crazy like fan theory thing about a season eight that may have happened like last year. I don't know if that was really a thing or not, but that's the Mandela. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I think so. Once season eight comes out for Game of Thrones, we're definitely going to talk about it because I. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a lot of positive things to say. It's going to be the best season ever. They can't mess it up. No, they can't mess it up at all. They can't mess and it's going to be great. Uh, but yeah, be sure to check us out on Instagram, and Movies at come. Work. Um, in <laughs> Twitter, uh, Movies at Work 1. And uh, this is Justin signing out. Hey.